2: This is the 14th straight week more than a million people have filed for jobless claims in the U.S. since the pandemic began. So how's your week going? Welcome to HR's Most Dangerous Podcast, a.k.a. Chad and Cheese. I'm your co-host, Joel. My three-year-old woke me way too early this morning. Cheeseman. I'm Chad. Mask the fuck up, so wash. And on this week's episode, we dive headfirst into Intello's dumpster fire. Big Brands unfriend Facebook and career Builder tiptoes into 2018 with an update. Uh, huh? I miss 2018.
3: <laughs> Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job Addicts. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job Addicts seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching, building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing us at jobadx.com. That's us at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with job add x. We're peaking
1: again. I've been in this goddamn house for months. <laughs> okay? I've been doing things right. I've been putting a mask on. I've been doing those things. Indiana's doing okay. Yeah. Indiana's alright. That's
2: all right. Yeah, thank it's you. All right. Thanks it's, for it's the Florida Florida's gonna Florida. Texans are going to Texan.
1: California. And,
2: uh, Arizona, same thing. California well,
1: you know. was fucking nasty. It was like over 7,000 cases yesterday. I mean, it's just, yes, we're, we're I think, lucky enough to an extent uh, to live in a, a less densely populated area. Mm-hmm. But overall, man, you're watching this stuff going, what the, f- really Guys, I mean seriously. The the
2: shock to me, and and people outside the U.S. that listen will uh, probably not understand this, but the, the mask thing being politicized just blows me away. But but you get a sense when you go out, people who don't wear masks, like they do it proudly, as if f you yeah. to the establishment or whatever they're saying f you to, mm-hmm. and healthcare should not be politicized. In this way at all, it's just really, it's strange. We live in strange, strange times.
1: There was a video yesterday that uh, I watched and I, I just couldn't believe it. This lady was saying that the mask was the devil. And I mean, it's just like, I where do the these, thing.
2: Where did these people
1: come from?
2: Yeah, you're, all, you're going to hell. Yes. Yeah, you're going to hell. Yep you prayed before
1: this council meeting (laughs) who are you praying to the devil it's like jesus fucking why are americans so fucking stupid
2: (laughs) yeah we've gone from Ah. medieval times where the devil sent us the virus to now the devil is making us wear masks to fend for ourselves from the virus yes yeah. Oh
1: good Evolution, God. Evolution,
2: baby. God. Evolution. Well, let's get to shout-outs. First of all, how was how was your father's day? Let's let's cover that real quick.
1: Father's Day was was pretty amazing. Got to got to relax, uh, had the dinner made. Julie was like, What do you want? I'm like, whatever you want to make me. And we had <laughs> just Great dinner. Great day. Chocolate, covered
2: strawberries awesome. and champagne.
1: Can't get any better than just sit sitting back, relaxing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's easier to sit back and relax without a three-year-old, but we did our best, uh, I think, in our, our household. <laughs> but the thing with me is like Father's Day is so much more disrespected than Mother's Day. Mother's Day is like a holy holiday. Oh, yeah. And Father's Day is like, here's a funny t-shirt and like a, a poop a poop card, like with a poop joke <laughs> or something on it. So. It's uh, if you ever if you like Chris Rock, he does the uh, "Daddies only get the big piece of chicken bit. Uh-huh. I don't know if you ever heard it, but it's pretty good. It's pretty right <laughs> on. Like the only good thing that dads get is like the bigger piece of chicken during dinner. That's about
1: it. I think like every day's my day, so I don't care. It's just like birthdays right. and all this stuff. It's just like, you know, I get I get to enjoy all of this. So screw Every it. Every day is Chad okay. Nash, national appreciation. Well day. I'm gonna tell you what though, on July third, my first shout out goes to Disney Plus. All right. Hamilton comes out on July 3rd. So if you don't have Disney Plus currently or if you do, if you've seen Hamilton, you are already jonesing and ready and can't wait to watch this thing. If you (laughs) haven't seen it, you don't even you don't know what you're missing yet. Get Disney Plus. Watch it or just get a password from your buddy. Right. Watch it and enjoy.
2: Yeah, you know I have not seen Hamilton, uh, but I'm going to be forced to watch it uh, because (laughs) my wife's going to make me. Uh, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's fantastic, and I'll love it like everybody else. So I will be watching. Uh, July 1st is Canada Day, which you know that I celebrate uh, because my wife's Canadian. (laughs) But as of last Friday, she is also an American citizen. Wow.
1: Talk about timeliness.
2: Yeah, welcome to the shit show. Uh <laughs> she she main she's mainly happy about being able to vote. So there is that. Yes. Uh that's that's my first shout-out, I guess, officially to my wife for being
1: Americanized. Yes. Congratulations. I, I and I'm I'm a big fan of that because I know she's playing for the wh- what what team she's going to be vote, voting for. It's not the yeah. not the yeah. orange team. Uh <laughs> shout out to Boss Von D. Hotred. Just Wanted you to get a hat trick of shout outs, man. And yeah, I was every time say this guys everywhere. And every time I've butchered your name.
2: He's the new job board doctor. Every day, every <laughs> week we have to have to say hi to him. Um, I'm gonna give shout out to NASCAR. Um oh, again, yeah. another another uh, another more national story. Yeah. Sorry, our international sisters. But NASCAR, which is broadly in my lifetime and historically been, I don't know. An an exclusive uh sport for white folk
1: yeah white dudes
2: um, if i can say that and um recently banned the confederate flag from being flown at its events which was a total shock to me uh based on what i know about nascar and then uh one of their more high profile drivers bubba wallace um had an event this week where a noose was found i guess uncovered it had been there for a long time. It wasn't a, a sort of a hate crime against him. I'm not sure if that'll ever be figured Just out. Just because anyway,
1: nooses are laying around all over the place. Yeah, well,
2: this is NASCAR, so who knows That's what's so going much on bullshit. there. Mountain Dew and, and nooses yeah. are hanging around. So anyway, uh, there's there's a scene from the from this weekend, or this past weekend, where he's driving his car, and basically every NASCAR team is walking behind him, um, it's a chilling sort of goosebumpy moment. Yeah. But hats off to NASCAR, man. I mean, talk about appreciating where the where the world is going and making changes that are really significant from someone who didn't expect to make those changes. That's
1: that was big. Bubba Bubba Wallace is the only. And correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, because I am not a NASCAR viewer and or fan. Yeah. Uh, I believe he is the only black driver. In NASCAR, so the noose, uh, wearing Black Lives Matter T-shirts, you know, before a race, and those types of things, Mm -hmm. all being pulled together with the the Confederate flag being banned, which you know we're seeing that now pretty much everywhere. Not to mention we're seeing monuments come down and those types of things. So uh, it. From from my standpoint, that shit belongs in a in a Confederate museum, if it belongs mm-hmm. anywhere. And hopefully that's where it'll end up and all the, the little racist motherfuckers can go visit it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so shout out to Kevin Lowe. Now that's a name I, I can't screw up. Town acquisition yep. leader over at Abu Dhabi Bank. He's a listener. Uh David Krish over in Greenville, South Carolina. He's one of those podcast walk listeners you know what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about right yeah the only time they really listen to the podcast is when they're on the treadmill or they're taking the dog for the walk david's one of those guys nice nice shout out to
2: our buddies at ting guy you remember the ting guy robot uh it sounds like they're franchising the business basically (laughs) uh you can partner with them in multiple countries, they now have an English-speaking version, so shit's really going to get real now. Uh, so if you're interested in reselling the robot, give Tingai a call.
1: Shout-out to the, to the ladies from Sweden. Dude, Charlotte and Elin, those ladies are working it. Not to mention this is the time for it, right? I mean, this is yeah. where we need to social distance. If somebody has to come in, I don't know why, but if somebody has to come in and actually do that physical interview – there's no reason to put them in another room with another person, right? Yep. Go ahead, let 10 guy take care of it. It's it's great from an efficiency standpoint. It doesn't have any of that facial recognition shit. Mm-hmm. And it it transcribes and records, right? So you get all that stuff. Yep. This is the perfect time for those guys to really just bolster uh automation. And we're seeing a lot of that. No doubt. Big shout out to Liam Cosgrove over in Sydney, Australia. He's uh he's a listener, is an old job adder guy and just moved over to All Sorter. Have you have you heard of that one?
2: No, no, but I'm sure that uh, we will if our buddy Liam is over there. Uh, shout out to JobSync and Talent.com. What? Uh, you'll you'll know you know JobSync is a deathmatch uh, winner. Oh yeah. And you'll also know talent.com, formerly Nuvu, So those guys are getting together. Shout out to them. Uh, also, shout out to Adam Chambers, our buddy in Ireland, <laughs> who has no shame with marketing. Uh, if you follow Adam on on LinkedIn, probably anywhere else, he shared a video of an of a customer talking about dancing in the in the office or dancing in the aisles because of two placements. I think for nurses that were done at a cost of a total cost of I think thirty two hundred dollars. So. Adam, man, we love that marketing, buddy. Keep it
1: coming. Good stuff. And another guy who is amazing at marketing, Adam Gordon. Of course, he doesn't know who Baker Mayfield is. We, we knew you wouldn't, Adam, but uh, hopefully we're broadening your horizons to overrated NFL players. <laughs> Shout out to Ashley
2: Collins Yes. Uh, Ashley at Jovio is now uh, on the advisory board I guess of Get Optimal which is a good segment to to Pimp our jovio uh, KJ voices series that I think dropped the first episode this week. That's right. Um, as well as get optimal, who was a deathmatch uh, contestant. So Ashley is an advisor, but more importantly, Ashley is also a Ball State graduate, just like your boy.
1: Oh my God! Just doing the alma mater proud. Shout out to you, Ashley. Yeah, don't tell anybody that. Uh, you might want to take that off your LinkedIn profile. We're we ready to hit events real quick. Sure, let's talk about events. All right, so events sponsored by Shaker Recruitment Marketing. That's right, kids. We're not going anywhere, although digitally, we're showing up everywhere. Like a Mm -hmm. bad penny, we keep turning up. So to, today, <laughs> my my JobGate iSummit panel is is going on. It's investment in M and A in in our industry. So that's yep. all we're talking about. Have have three uh, three white guys joining me. Imagine that. But uh, if you didn't get a chance to actually enjoy, because by the time you hear this, it'll be over. You can find the recordings at JobGate.com. It's the iSummit. And uh, and check it out. Uh, this should be a fun discussion today. Louise Grant and the Job Board Doctor Jeff Dickey Chasins. He pulled they yeah. they both pulled me in to be able to uh, add a little color to this conversation yeah. because some people. Can find M A boring? Not me. Yeah. Not to mention, this is not going to be a boring conversation. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked. Oh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Uh, don't forget
2: uh, Feature Rama. Uh, it's its first voyage over to the UK, but it's a <laughs> uh, virtual event from RecFest. We're featuring Zor Jobvite next with Two X's. Yes, and Hiring Solved. It is a juggernaut of comp- competitors battling it out for the Feature Rama badass belt of rec tech or something like that, that we're calling it. So that was, that was awesome. We filmed those last week or earlier this week. And then those go live July 8th and 9th. One of those days, I don't know if the the actual schedule has been set or not, but tough competition. It was tough for us to figure out who won, who won the competition.
1: That's right. That's right. And if, Obviously you want to see the competition, four big names, some big features, go to taglobalgathering.com. It's free. It's content. It's good stuff. Check it out. Um but we've got to we've got to really quickly tell the feature on the story. So technology is amazing until it's not. Uh, I've been using this uh platform called whereby which is awesome for video calls and conferences and those types of things. I love it. We love it. it. It has an add-on for recording. It's like, fuck, yeah, I get to use this, and we get to do it, and it's really cool, and it was garbage. The audio that came out was just garbage, and it was just – it. so we had three out of four uh, actually were recorded already because we were doing mm-hmm. it in such quick fashion. We did a review It was garbage. So we actually had to find another platform, which actually Louise Triance helped us with. Oh, there you go. And uh, now they're all recorded. They're nice and smooth as they can be. Smooth as a baby's butt. And uh, they're ready for you to watch. (laughs) So uh, sit down, register, TA. GlobalGathering.com and check out the content's going to be coming straight to, to your computer.
2: Now, do you want to plug the solution that actually worked or are we going to keep that a secret?
1: Yeah, Crowdcast was it. Uh, we saw that when Hung Lee did his brain food marathon, he used Crowdcast and he blew it up. But he had over 2,000 people on it, for God's sakes. Uh, yeah. So talk to Louise, who actually has worked with, uh, with, with the platform for a while. Mm-hmm. It worked out amazingly, so uh, we're pretty happy about it. Not to mention, it was it was uh, pretty pretty cost effective as well. Yeah, and by the way, uh, shout out to all the
2: the founders and and whatever employees of the companies that worked with us to turn around another round of interviews quickly <laughs> uh, within roughly seventy two hours uh, that we got all these recorded. So shout out to them. I know they're busy people, but they made time for the Chad and cheese show
1: yes and thanks to india over at uh the the uh recruitment events company who actually said yeah take a couple of days to get that redone because the shit that you have is garbage <laughs> although there's probably
2: a there's probably a curve for working with us like you know tell them monday <laughs> but that's really wednesday because they're gonna fuck some shit up yeah so Anyway, the Chad and Cheese curve.
1: We are everywhere wearing shaker gear and uh, loving life uh, just from home, unfortunately, instead of getting on an airplane. Ready for the news? Topics. <laughs> Glassdoor, some rumors
2: percolating from uh, the the, the podcast of fear, I guess, uh, from our (laughs) listeners. Apparently, Glassdoor reviews are going to start showing up on Indeed uh, with some sort of Glassdoor tag or something that indicates that it's from Mm Glassdoor. We both think this is sort of a pretty ominous sign for the future of Glassdoor.
1: Yeah, this is a dead brand walking kind of a thing, I think. Zombies. Yeah, I mean, COVID is... Uh, killing a lot of bottom lines at this point, and uh, unfortunately, COVID is wreaking havoc. Yeah, when we t- when we take a look at Glassdoor, especially if it's seen as a review site primarily, which it is, uh, mm-hmm. for employment brand, many of these companies start putting employment brand on on the back burner once they get flooded with candidates. Um, So you'd think they'd start with back office consolidation, which makes more sense in in, in not shutting down the Glassdoor brand, because that is a big it is a big brand, unless unless they're failing miserably to make numbers. So um, they might just do a simply hired uh, on this thing.
2: Yeah, I fear that um, I've always thought this was the future of Glassdoor. I kind of backtracked when they sort of kept it alive. And I think, you know, COVID is is putting this on speed dial in terms of what Indeed is going to do with it or recruit holdings. Uh, We reported not too long ago that 30%, I believe, of uh, Glassdoor staff was let go. Indeed, so far as we know, hasn't let anyone go. Um, So it's sort of convenient that you can cut costs by eliminating another business. But yes, the reviews are very unique to Glassdoor. So how do you slowly sort of Build that content over to Indeed. It sounds like that's what happened. What's happening? We haven't heard anything about Indeed's reviews going over to Glassdoor, so it's not a shared thing. And I also think that you know, in terms of the review space, um, you know, I, I speak sort of uh, closely to this because uh, I have a I have a, an application or app called Ratedly that basically aggregates thirty uh, some sites of reviews for employees and and other. Um, other sites that aren't review sites like Twitter and Reddit and whatnot. But I can tell you that when I started the business, I was pretty convinced that this, this thing would fragment immensely that you'd have, you know, uh, In her site and Fairy God Boss, which you do, but I I think their success is limited. You'd have like a Chicago glass door, you'd have African American glass door, and that really hasn't panned out. It's basically Indeed and Glassdoor is like 90% of the market. Yeah. So Indeed is in a a sort of an enviable enviable position to where they can eliminate Glassdoor and still keep that 90% of the review traffic. So unless someone like LinkedIn, Google, Facebook, really gets hard and uh, hot and heavy into the review space. This seems like a pretty positive move that move that doesn't do much to, to hurt indeed. And it looks like, you know, they're going to save money and Glassdoor is eventually going to slowly go away. And we're seeing it quickened by the COVID pandemic.
1: Yeah. And, and employers won't hate this at all because they hate the thought of managing all yeah. of that especially just the damage control shit right so if they don't have to deal with a big brand like Glassdoor because they were the review place for employers employees um then the rest of them don't matter either right i mean it's just that's how the, the thought process is going to to go unless somebody else can come up and actually take that uh take that traffic And those dollars. But unfortunately, Glassdoor can't get the dollars. So, what makes anybody else think that they can?
2: Yeah. Money's not flowing there like it used to be. Companies companies have always felt like Glassdoor was a tax. Oh, yeah. Like they had to pay it, sort of like how restaurants feel like they have to use Yelp in many cases. Yeah. Karma's a bitch. Uh, And I really think that Google needs to really look at doing reviews. They do it for restaurants and everything else. Why not employers? I'll keep an eye on
1: that one. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, another <laughs> another dead brand. Another walk- dumpster fire zombie that roams the streets. Yes. And Tello, which is, we we talked about their right. new CEO who was uh, pretty much a product guy who was uh, at Jobvite, Jobvite for a while. Yeah. yeah, was at Jobvite for a while, was a product guy. And he took the head position there at intello and i yeah. i feel More like risky. this is much like scott over at monster he yeah. joined he was airlifted to the titanic as it was going down if he can save that thing that's awesome but yeah. the likelihood of that happening is very low and i think from an intello standpoint it's it's even much lower i mean his runway is is so short right now, uh, and then Danielle just left, which we we yep. said would happen as a, a couple of podcasts ago.
2: Yeah, happened much quicker than we thought. Uh, so rumor is that when when the convey IQ and Tello deal went down, um, Danielle came on, had a lot of product ideas, wanted to bring a lot of innovation. And according to sources, she was really stifled uh, and, and shut down in terms of innovation that she wanted. Her and her and Bishki didn't get along too well. Apparently, you would think that once Bishke left, maybe Danielle would stick around to sort of build the product um, with the new the new CEO. But either she was so far out the door when he came in or maybe he had the same ideas that Bishke had or, or who knows but yeah, she is, uh, not only has she left the industry, uh, I think for 20, it's a company called 24-7 Software, I think. She also left New York, which I think she's a, a born and bred wow. New Yorker yeah. to go to Florida. So part of that story also is people fleeing New York. Uh, she has on her post talking about uh, leaving New York and how impactful that was on her decision. But yeah, her leaving was big uh, in light of him coming on as CEO. But I also know from uh, the source that I spoke with, Uh, that 12% of the company uh, was laid off recently. The entire marketing department uh, was laid off as well as most of the U.S. engineering. They also had two customer service leaders uh, leave the company for other uh, greener pastures, if you will. Uh, And there is currently no head of product or customer service uh, leadership at the company currently. So Mr. So, I think that's how you pronounce his name, from Job Byte, new CEO, has his work cut out for him. And uh, as you said, his
1: runway is probably short. So don't envy that cat one bit. Yeah. Get the life rafts out, kids. I mean, if they're not already, you better get them out and start filling them up. I was very surprised that uh, Danielle wasn't put into the CEO position. Yeah. You know, number one. And, and that says one of two things. Either she didn't want it and she was trying to get the fuck out or she did and they just passed her up right and and then again just another reason why she she's out so quick so not yeah. sure which one happened but either way uh she was definitely a a, a big voice in yeah. that ecosystem yeah for sure and and you you humorously
2: shared their about page which still has Danielle and John on it i believe yeah Uh, which makes sense because they let go of all their marketing folks. So there probably aren't going to be a lot of changes to the About Us page anytime soon. How do we
1: change the About Us page? I don't know. We fired all those fuckers.
2: (laughs) What's the WordPress login and password? I don't fucking know. Oh, shit. I don't know. Yeah. All right, man. Let's take a break and uh, talk about at least one company getting money that might be able to hire all these Intello refugees. I'm on it. This, this summer, summer jobbite wants you, you, and you,
0: to join hundreds,
2: thousands,
0: millions, okay, maybe just thousands, of recruiters, HR, and talent acquisition professionals. For a summer you won't soon forget.
2: It's Job Bite Summer to Evolve. The Summer to Evolve is a 12-week series of free content to help recruiters brush up on their skills.
0: Learn from industry thought leaders,
1: and see how technology can help them improve automate and evolve their recruiting efforts. There will be a chance to share tips and ideas with your peers. And we may even have some surprises for you along the way.
3: I love surprises.
1: So visit
2: thesummer2evolve.com to register for the Summer to Evolve sessions that suit your needs.
0: Peak your interest or float your boat.
2: Because starting June 16th, it's the summer to evolve the way you attract, engage, hire,
0: onboard, and retain talent.
2: Job bite. Recruit with purpose.
1: Hire with confidence.
2: So, first of all, I guess there's a CEO spot at TaskRabbit that needs to be filled.
1: Yeah, and you know they were acquired by IKEA in September 2017. Smartly acquired. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> but I mean, we haven't heard anything really about Task I guess you know we're not we're not following them closely. Or they're not speaking loud enough. When we interviewed Rich from IKEA, what was the percentage of, of like
2: Task Rabbit jobs that were just build up build my IKEA couch?
1: It <laughs> was it was huge. Yeah, it was it was pretty big. It was pretty big, and just another reason why to use it. Uh, so yeah. I don't you know I don't think they're a dead brand walking because they're really no. a, an extension for IKEA. But Stacy Brown uh, Philpot was uh, one of the few prominent Black women in the technology industry in Silicon Valley. And uh, has left the gig worker marketplace. Man, it's it, it, she oversaw the sale of IKEA. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a very strong CEO, no question. And you know, we talked about LinkedIn. Uh, a few weeks ago, and I felt was was a mistake in and not just upping the white dude into the CEO position, but finding, yeah. you know, a person of color who obviously could set that standard for culture and, and, and understanding um, before their problems and their rage mis- machine started. In this case, you have a very strong black female CEO. The question yeah. is, what's going to be the process and to be able to backfill? You know, I mean, that's that's not going to be easy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The good news is this looks like there's no animosity uh, whatsoever right. from the stories that I've read. Uh, she's going to be in the role uh, through the end of August to help fill uh, the new CEO role. So, uh, you know, I think it's safe to assume that she'll be very engaged with, uh, you know, who that is, the process Um, do they bring in another diverse candidate, which I'm assuming they'll at least bring diverse candidates to come in and interview. So I think it'll be a a strong, um, transition as, as she, you know, she's got a huge resume, uh, stories say that they don't know exactly what she's going to do next. She's probably a very rich woman. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think task rabbit is, is strong. They're just really built into the system of Ikea and what Ikea does. Uh, and I think that, um, Stacy will will pick a a great leader and they'll they'll continue their run as the gig economy becomes that much, much stronger.
1: Yeah, we'll see. And the industry is watching. I mean, that's the when, when any any CEO position is getting filled, especially right now everybody's eyes are on them. But when you have a strong black female CEO, especially in Silicon Valley, I don't know how many of those actually exist. Yeah, um, This is going to Unicorn. be, this is, yeah, this is going to be a very closely watched position and, and we'll sure the hell be watching.
2: Yeah. And she'll be in high demand um, from Got companies yes. looking to fill CEO spots with diverse candidates. So, so the future's bright for her and, and hopefully for TaskRabbit as well. Uh, so we had some uh, some raise this this week, uh, a company called Humanly, who was a Y Combinator company and was featured uh, sort of news wise about a, a f- in February uh, in terms of winning the Y Combinator, uh, and getting some money just got, we think, as a seed round. Um, it wasn't uh, advertised as an A round, but they got eight hundred thousand uh, dollars. These guys are trying to automate everything from. They have a chat bot, candidate screening, right. scheduling. They're trying to bring it all together like so many other companies are.
1: Uh, and they're making noise. They're out of Seattle. Yeah. I I think their website byline says it all. Candidate screening, scheduling, and engagement at scale. That last yep. word is the key, right? If If you are in talent acquisition now, you have to be thinking scale. You have to get rid of your old processes And you have to think about what happens when business comes back. I have to scale, not to mention when business goes away, because this is a fluctuating industry cycle, whatever you want to call it. We have to get better at flexing, right? Whether it's it's expanding or contracting from a staff standpoint, the best way we can do that is with technology. And these are the types of, uh, of, of platforms that will get funding and, Smart talent acquisition leaders, HR leaders, will be they'll be looking at these now. They should be implementing and looking to try to implement as soon as possible.
2: Yep. I also think it really underscores the question that we've been asking since this thing sort of started was as, as companies let go of recruiters and, and human beings that do these jobs, when the times get better and they need to start hiring, are they going to choose automation or are they going to choose bringing the people back? Uh, and I think this underscores at least the smart money is going to the automation side of, of the fence. The story in GeekWire that highlighted this, uh, this, this round uh, said, quote, for companies still looking to fill position positions, budgets are tight as they manage an influx of job applications with thousands of laid off workers seeking new employment. Um, and then the quote from uh, Humanly CEO Prem Kumar was, quote, companies are turning to automation like never before, end quote
1: sign of the times just just simple again candidate screening scheduling engagement they have a chat bot uh at scale right that is a chat bot (laughs) yeah yeah, they have a chat bot they have they have Uh, conversational uh, conversational AI. ai yeah there you go they have conversational ai um but overall uh we need to as an industry adopt much faster. We don't take enough risks. I know that people are afraid to take risks, but guess what? That's how you get to tomorrow. (laughs) You don't get there uh, by just putting your thumb in your mouth and going into the fetal position in the corner.
2: Yeah, and it's a dollars and cents question. It's okay, am I going to hire back a team of recruiters and people doing these jobs that can be automated or do I use a service like this? I think most people... I won't say most, but a good number of people are going to choose automation. If they find success through that, it'll start bleeding into the companies that that didn't choose that eventually.
1: And good talent acquisition leaders, not managers, leaders will understand that this type of technology will give your humans the opportunity to be more human, to be able to connect with those humans, to have a better experience, not just with great technology, but through the, the human experience as well. So it takes all of that mundane shit that people have to do tasks every single day. Technology can do that kind of stuff. Let the human be the human and be your brand ambassador. That's what we've been talking about for years. This is the time to actually start adopting and implementing.
2: Well, someone who probably needs a little help being humid, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, our buddy at uh, Facebook, is in the news for quite a few things uh, this week. What do you want to start with?
1: Oh, my God. The the boycott. So out of the New York Times, uh, quote, uh, Facebook put on an upbeat presentation to advertisers on Tuesday. The same day, the clothing chain, Eddie Bauer, the film distributor, Magnolia Pictures, and Ben and & Jerry's Ice Cream uh, brand announced that they will stop advertising on the platform through July. Now, these companies joined Patagonia, The North Face, REI, and others in a growing business boycott that has targeted Facebook's content moderation practices. This is exactly what we need. The problem is most of these companies really need the eyeballs and they really need the sales. Yeah. And Facebook has been a good return on investment. So this is, this is going to be hard for many companies to be able to embrace.
2: Yeah, very hard. I mean, it's, it's essentially a duopoly with Facebook slash Instagram and Google, uh, in terms of where you put your dollars online, right? Obviously an opportunity for the Snapchats, the Twitters and the other fringe players, but the the bulk of the market is there. Uh, it is worth noting that I think all of the companies are still active on these, these, uh, like Instagram, for example, I know Patagonia is still posting, uh, uh, pictures and whatnot on, on Instagram. So they're not abandoning the platforms, which would really be a statement, um, for them. And so, and it is only through July. It's not like we're done forever. Uh, but it is a nice statement. You know, I, I think ultimately, you know, in terms of Zuck, I, they're not going to lose users because REI is not advertising. Um, they're not going to lose probably that much advertising dollars because a huge bulk of the dollars come from smaller businesses than the bigger ones. But I think one, one angle that people aren't talking about very much is the, the the current employees and how they're impacted by this. Right. Right. Like they're going to work in Patagonia and REI and all these like cool brands. Right. Yeah. And then when they get when like, Oh, this cool brand that I love, uh, and stands for something is saying what, who you work for is bad. I have to look in the mirror and say like, what am I doing working at this company that's pissing off all these people? So I think there's a real, probably what Zuck is most worried about is the talent potentially and how they feel about it, morale at the company, maybe people exiting to work at companies that stand for something. I think that's, a, that's an angle that doesn't get much attention, but probably should and probably will get more um, if more companies jump on board this trend.
1: Well, and I think the, the companies that are boycotting are sending a, a message to their employees. So mm-hmm. we actually saw Tom Herbst, who, who was the North Face C- CMO at the time, Speak uh, in Banff at the gathering of cult brands, and his message was simply: oh, yeah. "Be more fucking human." I mean, that was that was his message. We have to we have to be more fucking human, not just to the people that buy our stuff, the people that we work with on a daily basis, the people that we engage. As a brand, and in this case, that's really what they're saying. We don't like what you're doing, uh, and I, I I know that from our culture, the North Face culture, Patagonia culture, REI, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, especially mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's. God, um, this is this is a message not mm-hmm. just to Facebook, but also to their employees. We don't stand for this shit. Sure, and we talk
2: about you know voting with your with your wallet, voting with actual voting, the employee vote. In terms of walking out or being really pissed off, uh, you know, is more and more meaning something. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But so the Trump ads that were basically uh, deleted or rejected, not deleted, they were rejected Yeah, uh, for interesting reasons, sort of using subliminal Nazi Jew, like uh, anti Jew signia, signia, Nazi signia. That was kind of crazy. but the, So those ads were rejected. Thoughts on that? I mean, I, I think that, you know, to me, it, it that looks like a little bit of a tit-for-tat thing where Facebook sort of policed uh, Trump's commentary and then he came back and said, okay, we're going to investigate you guys and make your life harder. And then this is like another blow. So this feels like a little bit of an internal war between social media and Trump. But the fact that Trump... And their advertising is sort of subliminally trying to provoke Nazi nostalgia is really scary. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about that, but it's fucked up.
1: This is a time COVID, the economy, uh, you know, obviously George Floyd, Black Lives Matter. This is the opportunity for us to actually start to come together. And, and, and a leader would understand that. Um, that's definitely not what we have in this administration yeah to think that he's that
2: it's calculated strategy to sort of have this dog whistle a rallying
1: cry for your you know your idiot supporters and racist <laughs> supporters yes and zuckerberg's got to find his spine i mean this was a this was a fucking layup for god's sakes but he's got to find his spine you know i think jack and twitter for god's sakes you know everybody's like oh you know he's standing up i I don't think that he is (laughs) he's doing little things but you know most of the content that's being put out really just through you know the the president's twitter account Mm -hmm. uh you know it, it it is um either erroneous or it's just it's just trying to incite Bullshit, Right. So it's like, shut them down. My I know I have friends, just put it this way, who have been kicked off of Twitter on several occasions for much, much, <laughs> much less LinkedIn jail. Yeah. So anyway, I think I think, you know, these these social media platforms, they're trying to play both sides. Let's hope in November we have, you know, uh, somebody else, you know, that's going to be coming into administration in January. And uh, and and at that point, you know, the the decisions that they're making now will impact what happens next year.
2: Yeah. And I also think there's a little element of Trump losing is becoming more and more of a reality. Right. In terms of polling. I mean, unless unless he turns this shit around, unless he turns this shit around. Uh, the next four four and a half months, um, you're seeing, and you know, I see this in terms of GOP leaders slowly sort of pushing the eject button on the Trump campaign. Yeah, and and Facebook is pretty closely aligned to Trump, whether it's you know obvious or not. And so I think if if they don't want to be in front of Congress for the next four years, they need to start doing this distancing from Trump and that uh, that uh, that also to me is part of the game that's being played by Facebook and Zuck.
1: They need social trump distancing right now. Boom. I see what you
2: did there. That's that's not too bad. That's not too bad. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Uh another when, we'll, when we'll talk about career builder, don't call it a comeback maybe. I don't
0: I don't know. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S O V R E N dot com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner.
1: Whew. Back to the, the, the main dumpster fire.
2: <laughs> the, uh... The three years in running, four years in <laughs> running, I don't know, since we started this podcast, CareerBuilder has given us unlimited fodder. Yes. so for content. Wh-
1: what's, th- what's this smoke and mirrors all about? Story comes out,
2: Career Builder launches uh, a myriad of product advancements uh, amidst the pandemic. So essentially, this is a quote from Ir- Irina. Noves- mm. Novoselsky, geez, that's a mouthful, uh, who's still CEO, remarkably, of the company. So, uh, quote, with an increase of available talent on the market, now is a time for companies to focus on building their talent communities. So, talent discovery platform, a career builder product, uh, they've added some AI shit, some machine learning <laughs> capabilities that let people find talent faster. Uh, they have a social referral product uh, that that they've improved, uh, done some stuff. They have added SMS, uh, apparently, to the feature set, which, hey, is great. Uh, they introduced two-way SMS for allowing hiring managers to connect with candidates more efficiently. The company said about 70% of job seekers are looking for new job opportunities on their mobile devices. So if you're not mobile, you're missing out. Even CareerBuilder is saying that. Um, but most of the stuff is not life altering but it it seems like fairly solid progress to tech that is being evolved and and accepted engaged with in our market and they're getting away thankfully from the pokemon for jobs uh technologies that they've been famous for the last couple years
1: thanks for catching up career builder welcome that's that's awesome you're only about two to three years (laughs) up behind that's okay um the big question is who are they using to build this shit? They're all their AI or all their engineers in Bingo. Atlanta were fucking gone. I mean, it's yeah. like, see, f- from my standpoint, what I am seeing is a company who's continually using PR and marketing to bullshit, to squeeze more money out of the stone. I mean, they've already sold off pieces, parts. I think they really could have got a shit ton of cash for Broadbean if they would have funded a programmatic switch for Broadbean back two or three years ago. And I know that was actually on the table and they didn't do it uh so the the decisions that they made back then not to fund moving forward they're trying they're trying to catch up now with the bullshit sms okay great that's awesome yeah
2: and for all we know they're partnering with somebody to power that and they've they've plugged in a new api uh you know ai solution to add ai to something uh like search functionality so Yes, that's totally what I said. Like, who the hell built this stuff? Uh, and it was, it was probably just third-party plugins. Then, then they come out and say, like, we have this now, and we have this now. So, we'll see. Yes,
1: smoke and mirrors, kids. Don't buy it. And if you are buying it, okay, stop and- buying it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're Go doing. Go to Humanly
2: or somebody <laughs> else. We out. We out. <laughs>